0: Hey there, I'm Judy Kroon. Welcome to another episode of Laugh Long and Prosper. I'm joined by two longtime amazing friends, even more amazing comedians, Anna Gustafson and Lisa Gay Trombley. Anna is originally from the predominantly Scandinavian town of Lund, B.C., now making her home here in Toronto over the past, I don't know, Anna, like past 30 years uh you've toured all over canada you've done just for laughs comics tedx as the comedian in residence at gilda's club toronto Anna is the producer and host of Nevermind Comedy. She has a supporting role in the startup initiative Gathering for Goodness, and she produces the live pro stand-up comedy show The Betty, which creates space for sometimes underrepresented pockets of the comedy community. Lisa Gay Trombley is originally from Ottawa. uh, Ottawa. She's now in uh, Los Angeles in Sherman Oaks. She was elected to the Sherman Oaks Neighborhood Council. She's toured for uh, uh, all over Canada in the states just for laughs comics comedy now uh she's been on fox showtime annie just to mention some of the cable networks that she's uh uh been on and she's also had some national commercials running south of the border so that's why i thought it would be great to uh just get on the horn with these ladies and yak because a it's been so long uh i thought maybe we could talk about some gigs from hell and travel stories from hell airline stories from hell because quite frankly this is my selfish opportunity just to say hi to you gals. How you doing? Hi, Judy Croon. Nice to chat with you. Anna, what's going on with your voice? Oh, just a little, uh, a little,
1: I have a little bit of a smoker's cough or oh. smoker's voice from, not from cigarettes, but from the world burning down. I know. Okay. From Maybe the apocalypse. Like, okay. All apocalypse. right. Good.
0: Inhale the little apocalypse.
2: Yeah, you can do, you
0: can take stuff for that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Lisa, how are you doing?
2: I am groovy. It's hot here today, which is nice because we had 60 days of, they called it May gray and then June bloom. So basically, there was no sun for two months. And it goes from that to hell. That's mm. our two choices oh, no, no sun or surface of the sun. That's our choice. So, so have.
0: Have the fire started in uh, in Los oh, Angeles yet, no, or no?
2: No, because all our firefighters are up there taking care of you guys, so we can't have them both at the same time.
0: It's true. It's oh, true. Oh. What is happening to the world? Earth, wind, and fire is actually the names of our seasons now. It's sad. <laughs> sad. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, listen- good night. <laughs> And good night, and I'm out of (laughs) here. You know, I I just thought in reconnecting, it would be a a fun opportunity because, uh, you know, God, I, I hear so many people complaining about stand up or the lack of stand up or whatever. But I'm like, hey, you kids these days, <laughs> the hell <laughs> gigs, the hell <laughs> gigs in the past were nothing in comparison. Uh, maybe uh, we could just share some hell gig stories. Like I said, some travel stories from hell, airline stories from hell. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just thinking in terms of hell gigs. Uh, Maybe, Lisa, I'll start with you. Does one particular hell gig come to mind?
2: Well, I have many, many, many. But most of the hell gigs surround uh, staying in a comedy condo
0: Mm,
2: uh, rather than in a hotel. Because uh, (laughs) sharing space with people that you typically wouldn't even have lunch with. So, uh, and being as the three of us were sort of the pioneers for the women doing (laughs) stand-up in the olden Mm -hmm. days, um, the, the men folk weren't really Really used to being around a lot of girls, and mm-hmm. uh, so it it was always whenever I had a gig that had a comedy condo, I'd be like, "Oh God, no, 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 no!" <laughs> and a lot of times I stopped doing certain clubs because they didn't have hotel rooms. So, um, besides the fact, sometimes it's dangerous. Sure, uh, but it's you know I've been filthy. I think uh, there was a one time in uh, Winnipeg, um, and um, I was doing a couple of gigs beforehand, and. You got into the comedy condo a day before. Mm-hmm. You know those little tours everywhere, and you get in a day before, and they hadn't cleaned the headliner's room yet. Ooh. And And um, I went in and dropped my bags and looked, and there was a a, a, a pile of magazines, um, mm-hmm. Penthouse, Playboy, etc. But there's a big wad of Kleenexes stuck to the top of it. <laughs> yeah. and I knew who the headliner had been that week, so I knew it was particularly disgusting. So, um, <laughs>
0: Take three guesses, and we're not going to say the we're name. But let's take three. three guesses. I only need one. <laughs> uh, <so> I
2: called, <laughs> I called uh, the, the, the the booker and said, Look, I don't want to be a prima donna, but could you get the room clean, please? Because it's right. <laughs> That just, is uh, Another one, uh, though, will get gross. Another one I got crabs from somewhere in the. <laughs> But grabs it was like a, one of those motels with like a screen door at the front and it had this is in the old days when they didn't have uh, you know porn on DVDs they had um, you know they were all on DVDs they weren't even DVDs they were eight tracks <laughs> they had a big stack of eight track porn at the front desk that you could uh, take out. And uh, I, I, as soon as I checked in, I was like, oh, this, this is not, this is not going to be good. And it mm. was not good. And the room was filthy. And I got crabs from it.
0: Yeah. Oh, God. <sighs> and you know what? Those motels, those horrible motels in those small towns, they never had like a, a serious lock on the door. It was kind of like that lock that you have on your bathroom door that you just push in and kind of turn. <laughs> yes. I didn't sleep a wink. I mean, it was frightening.
2: It was frightening. Some of them are Some of. Do you remember the one that was at West? Island? I don't know if it was Red Deer somewhere, mm-hmm. and it was like the strippers were there Tuesday night. We were there Wednesday. Yep. night, yeah. And the walls were all concrete block walls. <laughs> yeah, so cinder blocks. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was above a liquor barn,
2: I think. It was. <laughs> it was just. Oh my God! And it was all the scummy people that had been at the strip club. It was just. I remember thinking, I'm gonna die here. We're I know. Put my body, and I'm. I'm I'll be dead.
0: and And you know what they weren't very discerning because you'd walk in they'd be like oh so what time are you dancing at like um (laughs) I'm doing stand-up comedy I don't know what you're talking about (laughs) (laughs) brutal brutal Anna how about you what hell gig comes to mind for you well I had a different it was a different one to start with but now I'm
1: remembering you guys have triggered me how are you (laughs) (laughs) it is very triggering this and I think it was it wasn't Red Deer, but it was somewhere west and flat. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a it was a a gentleman's dance club mm-hmm. most days, and mm-hmm. then one day a week they'd bring in comedy. And I remember being on a stage that was like a you know, how when a when a like U two has that big long stage that goes out into the audience. <laughs> <laughs> they had that
0: so. just like yeah, just like a U two concert.
1: Exactly. So I'm standing all these it's dark, and there's all these guys sitting in booths. Not a lot of women showed up. I guess mm-hmm. that the press wasn't great for that show. But I did a show. I was standing back at, and with the protection of a big, huge champagne glass that was empty at the time because I wasn't getting in. but I was sort of leaning against a this empty, like dirty looking <laughs> it had ring around the rose or whatever a ring around it. um. But they had a champagne glass, uh, a pole, a pole. You yeah, mm. could choose either one. And then if I ran, which I thought the whole time I'm doing my act, and you know how your your brain goes in a different direction when you're you're doing your act out of one side of your brain, and the other mm. side is trying For to figure your, your exit strategy. Um, there was a, a trapeze at the <laughs> end of the. <laughs> and it looked like it looked like fun. I was gonna. I was gonna. You know, if this goes horribly wrong, I'm just gonna sprint. I'm going to grab of the trapeze and I'm going to launch myself into the hecklers or whoever they were, but it was just
0: darkness and quiet. And beautiful. Oh God. How much time did you have to do?
1: I had hardly any time, but the headliner suddenly became very sick and had lost his voice all of a sudden.
0: So oh, interesting.
1: He said, he said, I don't think I can't, I can't do the show and you're up first. So
0: how oh. much time do you
1: have? And I was like, Come I don't on. know. It was pretty new, but I said I'll just keep going until I run out of material, and I think ah, I did forty-five ah, minutes. Oh
2: my god! And, yeah. And oh
1: I got, my, the, I got the, uh, the the I guess the DJ and the pyrotechnics guy were all rolled into one, mm-hmm. but I got I convinced him to shoot out some like hot smoke or whatever. But wow. when the girls came out, a drawbridge came down and this. Off a of smoke, <laughs> and then you walk around and go, Do the smoke! <laughs> they did the smoke for me. It was great.
0: That's excellent. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, those hell gigs were just so, they were just so frightening the whole time you were just counting down in your head, you know? And, um, uh, for me, I guess I have one particular hell gig that could have turned out to be a scene from Get Out, but instead turned out to be an amazing evening. Oh. and another gig that was absolutely a hell gig but the uh, the get out one was uh was interesting it was boise idaho and uh so you know just thousands and thousands of people at the show not bragging and... <laughs> i am bragging so there's like 10 people in the audience as myself and two other comics and you know how afterwards you'd hang out so We'd hang out afterwards, have some drinks. The show was fine, actually. Ten people were very, very good. And we hop into their cars. Like, when would you ever do that anymore? We're driving into the woods for like probably what seemed like an hour and a half it's pitch pitch black and you know at at, at that time now I'm starting to think maybe this wasn't a great idea so we get to the house and you know uh the 10 people and myself and the comics we jump out of the car and this guy opens the opens the door we go inside he starts lighting candles and he opens this big window and this this river is racing by. I'm like, great, this is how they're going to dump the bodies. They <laughs> want screaming. And then just then there was, I noticed there was a baby grand underneath this big window by this by this river. And this guy, like with a beard and a lumber jacket, I think his name was Dave, started playing the most soulful rendition of Chaka Khan's Through the Fire. And it was just one of those total aha moments like it was just amazing so there's something then like I said we could have been a statistic but instead we were treated to this incredible concert I was and hoping sort of- it was
1: I'm every woman by Shaka Khan that would have been good <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you were going
2: I did Judy Judy I did
1: every woman. I, I don't
2: remember where it was but it was with Donnie Coy God love him <laughs> oh and, bless uh, Donnie and we it was like at a bar you know one of those bar gig things hell gigs and Donnie oh, yeah. had his hat on and he was having a good old time and uh when the when the, the show was over um we s- sat down and i don't typically after show hang out i usually finish the show and go back to my hotel but donnie was there i hadn't seen him, so we thought we'll have a few drinks and, russians <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yes black
0: and, russians and, at least uh, 15 right yeah
2: <laughs> And so this young couple came over and starts chatting with us, and Donnie's chatting with them. And they said, Well, you want to come back to our house? And uh, I'm like, "Uh, No, no, no. Mm. I said, Come on, come on. Don't be. Of course. I got your back. I'll take care of you. Don't worry. Come on, come on. (laughs) So I said, Okay. So, and Donnie to this day jokes about it. On my birthday every year, he posts what the lady said to me. So we get back really? to this house, and she's got tattoos, and which, by the way, th- there weren't a lot of tattoos around 30 years ago, not like today. And, um, <laughs> and she had like a tank. She was just very. um I'm trying to find what a nice word to put. it in. Let me
0: guess. Did she have a, a teardrop tattoo? Was that...
2: like <laughs> No, but she had like robin egg blue eyeshadow and a pink, pink top with uh, like even better. Blue. That was me. Yeah. So she stands <laughs> up to me on the couch, and she goes, "Yeah." She's smoking. She's like, "Hey, ever make love to a woman, little girl?" And uh, <laughs> I'm like, uh, "Uh, no, 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 we I'm, I'm, I'm giving donnie the stink eye, like, can we, "Can we, can we go?" And then all of a sudden, she disappears, and we're sitting there, and um there was a lot of um drinking and drug use going on, none, none of which I was in. in Uh, getting involved in, which is really bad, by the way, but everybody else is lit up and you're in the country. Your imagination is like going crazy. Of course. And that girl disappeared. And like, I mean, for a long, long time. And finally, uh, the house phone, like this was before cell phones. This is how long ago this was. The phone rang and it was a girl. She was on the floor in the bathroom and couldn't get up. They had a, a phone in the bathroom. She couldn't get up off the floor. So they had to go get get her and pull her out and they sobered her up and then they partied and i finally was like donnie can we please (laughs) this is
0: the one with the uh the uh, robin egg blue eyeshadow yeah uh (laughs)
2: uh-huh and to this day when it's my birthday on facebook donnie coy says happy birthday ever make love to a woman little girl
1: (laughs) (laughs) hang on they had a phone in their bathroom yeah (laughs) wow I think wow. actually,
2: I think it was in the like beside the ba- the bedroom, and she sort of crawled over and grabbed it. I don't know that, oh, that was idea, but she was and sort of passed out; like she couldn't get up. Oh I've fallen and I can't get up, kind of thing. We I were thought that
1: was s- only Las Vegas <laughs> I had headphones in the bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> we were so naive. I was so naive when I started out. I was, uh, I started out in Calgary, right? So I had gone down to, uh, I'd done the Boise, Idaho, uh, Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and every small town in between. So in Seattle, I met this um, this comedian. She said, "You know what? I need a lift back to San Francisco. I'm if you can drop me off at the airport in San Francisco, um, you can have my apartment." for for two weeks while you're down there. I'm like, Oh, wow, that's great. That's so nice. You don't even know me, whatever. So we drive from Seattle. And I'm like, you know, when you go when it's those long, remember those long, long road trips, I can't even drive two hours anymore, much less try and do like an eight hour, 10 hour, 12 hour drive. But you did it when you were young, right? So I said, Okay, well, I'll take the first leg. So this is Seattle to San Francisco, what is it about 17 hours or something like that, whatever it was. And she starts smoking a joint in the car. And, you know, I'm young and naive. I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't say anything. She's a headliner. So joint after joint after joint. So I'm driving for about eight hours. I'm like, okay. And then we hit, I think, Shasta is at the mountain range or where it's like super foggy and rainy. I'm I'm like, like, okay, well, now it's your turn to drive. And she's completely passed out in the car, right? So we're in the middle of this mountain range, fog, rain, and uh she's like don't worry don't worry i'm gonna take you to uh we were gonna go to a, a a one-nighter in monterey she was gonna introduce me to the club owner i was gonna get to do a set Planet whatever
2: Mr. hollywood in monterey
0: what's the name of it Planet
2: hollywood i think yes. hollywood place.
0: Good memory, Lisa Gay Tremblay. Anyway, we get finally get to Monterey. I've done all the driving. She still can't wake up the next morning. So needless to say, we missed the Monterey gig. And then I'm so mad. So then, you know, we get to San Francisco. I drop her off at the airport. I uh, go back to the apartment. The key's hidden somewhere. I walk into the apartment. There must have been like roaches everywhere. <gasps> roaches everywhere. And on top of that, she said to me, to which I agreed. She said to me, "Oh, by the way, you know what? On Wednesday, the the new carpet guy's coming. He's going to put in a new carpeting. Can you help him, like, just pull back some of the carpet and move Ooh. the furniture?" And at the time, I'm like, "Well, you know what? I'm going to be there for two weeks, San Francisco. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, you know that can't be too bad. How bad can it be?" I checked out. I was like, I checked out. I checked into a Motel Six. It was like the worst. It was. It was like a horror movie. But again, you do those gigs because you're yeah, young yeah. and naive, right? Oh. You live and learn. <laughs> live and learn, live and learn.
2: I did but. one one time, Judy, flying. It was a big gig. This was not a hell gig. This was like a lot of money, corporate gig in the Bahamas. Mm. And one of those small little islands that you had to go to. You had to fly to Miami and then get on a little teeny tiny plane. Mm-hmm. And they, I think it sat maybe eight or 10 people. And as we're getting on, they're asking you how much you weigh. And
0: I'm like, well, no,
2: I'm not telling. Don't lie. <laughs> so, but then I'm paying attention to the other ladies. I'm like, she's going to lie. She's not, she's not 150 pounds. That bitch is 200 pounds at least. <laughs> so let's so, so we get on the plane, the pilot gets on. He looks at everybody, starts moving everybody around in the plane. He goes, yeah, no, you got to sit over here. I got to distribute the weight evenly. So he's moving people inside this little plane so that we're balanced. I was like, <laughs> oh Whoa. my God. So wow. He, Fly to wherever we're going. We're at some very fancy, schmancy resort. It was beautiful, and I'm doing a gig, and it was for, I think, an insurance company or something. But it was a family event. Oh! So, well, right before I performed, they had some clown or something there. Literally, not like, oh, he's a clown. He was like a clown with the nose and the feet, and, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he handed out whistles to all the kids.
0: Oh geez! Uh,
2: so I get on stage under like one of those tiki hut things. And <laughs> there's kids running around everywhere, blowing whistles, and all I could and nobody was paying any attention at all to anything I said. And I just remember finding a, a palm tree and talking to the palm tree, <laughs> and just just seeing the zeros on the end of the check going. Just do your time. Do Think
0: your about time. the money.
2: Just do your time. So I did my money, did my time, got my money and then uh, flew back. But that was I'll never forget standing there. He's like, and how much do you weigh? I'm like, excuse me, what, what?
0: Yeah, (laughs) you know, it's funny. It reminds me when I then this happened recently. I did a gig in Newfoundland. The gig was great. But as I was waiting in the lounge, uh it was a rouge flight and they literally came on rouge rogue and they basically said uh we've oversold the flight so everybody's like oh boy here it comes you know so if somebody wants to somebody want but they didn't say that they said we've oversold the flight pause so can you take your coats off (laughs) (laughs) what What? do we have to hang a leg out the window how does this work what (laughs) so everybody took their coats off and uh and we took off and we landed in st john's three and a half hours later it was the strangest thing What? Oh yes God, what difference would that make who knows find i out? guess so oh, you're tighter you're you know you can uh, i have no idea but rouge rouge is bad anyways rouge is where they have the uh what do they call it premium economy which oh, is kind I've, of
2: I've a rouge from amsterdam to toronto it was a nightmare
0: <laughs> it was it like, and yeah, it was like seventeen dollars, right? <laughs> Were you you in premium economy? I was. I was in the
2: very first row of the plane, and it turned out that the um, other people in the premium economy area uh, were uh, flight, you know, Air Canada employees and their family, and they were coming back from some big bender in Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. And um, (laughs) yeah, I got no sleep, and was it was just the flight where I was just like, oh my god, I I just cannot get off this plane fast enough. It was just well because premium economy
0: is it's not it's no luxury it's basically they take they uh put a a, they put something in the cushion between the the, so there's three seats and they put something on the cushion so that that's that's premium so that you've got you know it's not three people sitting across That's nothing compared to uh, to flare airlines. You know why they call it flare? Because when you look out the window, <laughs> there's a flare of a fireball
1: on fire. Or they give everybody on the plane a, an emergency flare.
2: <laughs> for <when they're> <laughs> exactly. Judy, years ago, I was doing an armed forces tour and I was leaving from, it's a it, Trent. Trenton? Mm-hmm. Yep. And I was going to uh, Labrador. Mm-hmm. and then to the north pole to alert and then to the queen charlotte islands wow and uh, the the labrador part was okay except we could sign up to do different things and we did like a helicopter tour with no doors on it sideways which oh <laughs> we
0: and, doing comedy uh, from the helicopter <laughs>
2: but when we got, when we were going to and uh, we we're flying on the herx so when you know, there's no toilet. It is literally a can behind a shower curtain. Oh, and they brought box lunches for everybody, which were egg salad sandwiches. I'm thinking, this is not going to go well. No. <laughs> not going to go well. <laughs> so we take off from, uh, from Labrador to Alert, which is more north than the North Pole. And it was November, so it's pitch black. And before we land, about half an hour before we land, they said, everybody put your Arctic gear on. Now, Arctic gear is these gigantic boots. With a huge coat and the hat and the, the, you know, and by the way, the coats have a great big fluorescent cross on your front and back. I always say that so the Canadians are polite, so our enemy can get a good clean shot on us. But <laughs> <laughs> but as we're, we're landing, we're all bundled up in these clothes. And I'm like, why on earth? Like it's, it's really, and you're not sitting in seats, huh? you're sitting along the side in webbing. Like, she's that she's
0: doesn't she's... sound like there is a very good safety protocol there. No, and did you the, have to jump the, out? The equipment <laughs> for the
2: musical <laughs> show, the dancers and that, is all strapped down in the middle of the plane. Right? There's like, there's no. It's like a cargo plane. It's a, it, it, it's a, it's a Hercules plane that they use for wow. combat. So when we land in the pitch black um and then we're at this gig which by the way the people could not have been nicer because they're up there by themselves for you know months on end and just to see other people they were thrilled to have us and we <laughs> had a great show and everything you killed so i killed but we had ropes that went everywhere from each building you had to hold on to a <laughs> rope because these big snowstorms would come out of nowhere and you would get disoriented and you could die Oh, my
0: so I God. I found
2: out while I was there why we had to put our Arctic gear on. And apparently, do you remember there was a movie made many years ago about a plane crashing in the Arctic and, and uh, people died not because of the plane crash, but of exposure. Well, it yes. was one of those planes. <gasps> and it was here where we were landing. But they didn't tell us until I had, you know, had to ask, like, what's with the Arctic gear? finally wow. somebody said oh it's because you know people crashed up here and died and they it, you know it was by exposure not by the plane crash so it would give you a running start if we crashed i was like well enjoy,
0: <laughs> enjoy.
2: you're on your own <laughs> <laughs> this
1: is our premium <laughs> economy, <Wow>. economy experience <laughs>
2: then they gave you a bat like a baseball bat with a flat head on it to in case the because there were um arctic wolves that were like running <laughs> everywhere <laughs> oh my god (laughs) but i entertain the troops so salute me oh thank you for entertaining our troops but yeah that was pretty funny good for you 24 7.
0: how long did did you have to be up there for
2: i think we were there four or five days wow yeah it was really and then we went to the queen charlotte islands which is just a little piece of paradise in the middle of nowhere yeah Yeah. beautiful beautiful were you yes yeah yeah that's
1: where i used to fish
2: oh yeah so we really they we uh we went we had fresh salmon on a barbecue on the beach. It was pretty spectacular, yeah. But uh, I will never forget, uh, you know, the full art. And then I held. Up, I did not go to the. I did not eat or drink when I was on that plane. Cause so I'm like, I am not using that toilet. Well, the can, <laughs> but I actually had to use it. I think once or twice. But uh, yeah.
1: what do you do with the can? Do you like I, do you put the lid back on and
2: store it somewhere? <laughs> or does everybody have to use the same one? Well, it's, yeah, it's the same can. you
0: don't get your own can no no no, no. you're kidding no 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 wow
2: and it's literally behind a shower curtain you know held up by those hook things you know those metal hook things (laughs) and it's in a and it's round and you go in and everybody knows what you're doing and right in the middle of the freaking beside the equipment i'm like oh my and i'm not good (laughs) yeah
1: it's hard to be with an audience God. Did the girls go? Did the dancing girls use the toilet? <laughs> yes, the dancing girls used the t- Good for them. Right. <laughs> Good for them. I think I, I think I borrowed so- this. I think I borrowed this porn from a front desk once. <laughs> Bunch of dancing <laughs> girls and a comedian strapped into a plane. <laughs>
0: Girls, it's always always a pleasure to uh to talk to you. Oh my god, just listening to these stories it just brings back so many memories and as Anna says, uh pretty pretty triggering as well. It's, so oh, it's it's funny. It's funny to laugh now. <laughs> But uh listen, uh, Lisa Gay Tromblay, Anna Gustafson, if you want to reach either of them, their contacts, I'm gonna include the uh, I'm gonna include their emails in the uh, in the in the uh, in the podcast in the text. Uh LG at gmail.com is Lisa's, but again, don't worry, I'll include the uh, the um, the contacts, Anna at Anna gustafson dot ca you guys have absolutely been phenomenal you've totally made my day uh lisa when are you coming back up to canada when do you have a big show
2: i'm coming up canadian thanksgiving
0: where we have
2: roasted baby seal instead of turkey
0: (laughs) (laughs) And where are you going to be are you going to be in the uh, nation's capital i will
2: be at yuck yucks in ottawa and uh, uh so i'm really looking forward to it i've not been there in a very long time so
0: well, um, you never know. Maybe on. Anna and I'll come up there and, and heckle yeah. you. Yeah. Right? Road trip. We'll stay somewhere right.
2: horrible on the way up. Totally. <laughs> Get crabs. <laughs> That's what people consider at Airbnbs. B- I'm like, oh, please suck it up. <laughs> <out." laughs> <We're no laughs> young people, you young whippersnappers, you know nothing.
0: Anna Gustafson, and Lisa Gay Trombley, I have to let folks know in the past couple of years and over the past 15 years, you know, I had various fundraisers. These guys were always the first ones to go, hey, what can we do? Uh, you know, how much time do you need? Uh, and because of them, we were able to raise a lot of money for um, <clears throat> groups like Princess Margaret Hospital uh, Canadian breast cancer foundation. So ladies, I can never thank you enough for the fact that you've always, always been there. Um, where and am I gonna go? where are you going to go? Well, you know what? It's always a pleasure to work together and maybe we'll do a reunion tour, uh, Let's sometime and Let's stay somewhere. Nice. Yeah. Folks, yeah. If you'd like to catch up on friends. any of them- <laughs> if you'd like to, uh, catch up on any of my other long, and prosper episodes, check me out at Judy Crune on Spotify and or SoundCloud. Or any of your streaming sources, or you can go to my website at judycroon.com. Until next time, folks, laugh long and prosper.
2: You're the best, Judy Croon.